You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hello and welcome to episode 177 of the Soul Forge podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. If this is your first time here, welcome to it. Glad to have you aboard. This here is a special episode because it is kind of a part two or a continuation, I guess you could say. This past Sunday, we released episode 312 of the Rusted Robot podcast with Josh and Kitty and I, and what we had done was we uh, recorded a bunch of pop culture stuff, talked about the death of Sean Connery, talked about some upcoming shows and different things like that, but we got onto an interesting topic, talking about being embarrassed by your fandom, or more specifically, being embarrassed to show your love or support of said fandom. Uh, Like, for example, the whole thing started when... um, Well, actually, you know what? We're going to get into that into the show. So what I'm going to do, actually, is just go ahead and play a podcast promo for another podcast here on the ESO Network, and then I'm just going to slide right in to about the 25-minute conversation that we had during the Rusted Robot chat. And because it was so long, I was like, you know what? I only like to do an hour-long show, roughly, for a Rusted Robot and this would have made it an hour and a half. So what I did was put it here for you guys this week. Episode 177 of Soul Forge is all about being embarrassed by your fandom and the solutions towards that. So without further ado, here's the promo, and then right into the conversation. Monster, why so glum, chum? Oh, hi, Bane. I have to write a promo for my podcast. For well, you should do something like, I am a monster. And I could kill you, but instead, I will simply break you if you don't listen to my podcast. I think that's a bit much. I don't see how that's a problem. The Monster Sci-Fi Show is part of the ESO Network. It's sci-fi. From a certain point of view. And I've got some exciting news. I shared this on the Facebook group, actually, not just the Facebook page. Okay. An artist adds Star Wars to discarded paintings he finds in thrift stores. I've seen these these kind of things before. Yeah. While many people may overlook old thrift store paintings, Dave actually seeks them out to transform the outdated landscapes into surreal sci-fi scenes. He alters old, forgotten artworks by adding pop culture characters that seem to blend seamlessly within the painterly scenes. From the Iron Giant treading through a forest to Godzilla at the beach. Dave adds characters from a whole host of fantasy films. If you want to look at the uh, article on the Facebook page, gang, you can go ahead and see all the different things. There's Godzilla, there's Star Trek, there's Star Wars, all kinds of cool stuff. But this brings me to an interesting topic that I wanted to touch on with you guys. I wanted to talk to you guys about being embarrassed by your fandoms. 
Have you guys ever been embarrassed by your fandoms? Like Kitty, for instance, you, uh, you've created some masks and they look like plague doctors. Yep. Uh, the beak there. Uh-huh. And, and you go around town wearing that. Yep. Okay. I and, do. And that doesn't embarrass you? Uh-uh. Do you get strange looks? Yes, many. Okay, but lots, you, lots. you don't have any shame, it's okay. No, and I do it with more than just when my face is covered, too. Oh. Like, um, during the summer, Josh and I will often take walks around the lake or go mini-putting, yeah. and I'm in, like, a full 1950s get-up with the hair and the tiny purposeless hat and the parasol and the tiny gloves. And I, I've seen it, and you, and you pull it off really well. Yeah, but, like, I get weird looks then, too. Okay. And I've even had somebody, like, try to backhanded compliment my parasol. Really? But, like, when I don't care, I'm like, okay, well, obviously, if I thought your opinion mattered, I wouldn't wear this. Right, of course. But I am, and nothing you say will do anything, because I don't care who they are. And you do it in full confidence. Yeah. Because, like, everybody who I know knows that I'm crazy. Like, in the most fun most pleasant way. Yeah, not not scary crazy. Not scary just crazy. Just pure silliness. Just like fun, <clears throat> silly. I want to hang out with that person. She looks totally nuts. Right. So yet I don't I don't have that. I don't have the the thing at all. I think maybe as a child I might have had some embarrassment over fandom. Like uh, there were some shows that I liked that were like considered baby shows, even though I was like. A grade schooler who was maybe grade seven, grade eight. I can't really remember. Like, I still watched Care Bears before I would go to school because I love Care Bears. They're the okay. shit. Yeah, so, yeah. like, I don't know. But, like, even then, though, I'd be like, yeah, I watch Care Bears. And then people would be like, that's a baby show. And be mm. like, I know, but I, but I like it, But though. you like it, yeah. And then... You know, I'd get teased for it, but I was like, yeah, okay. But the thing is that I do like it, and I'm going to keep watching it. Well, so. that, that's like me. Before work in the morning, I'll put on Netflix, and I'll watch The Dragon Prince or She-Ra oh, or yeah. something like that. And I'll talk to people about it. I don't care. It's so, just because it's a cartoon. It's gold. I am not embarrassed of my fans, the th- fandom thing that I'm a fan of. Right. But I'm occasionally embarrassed of the fandom of things that I'm in. But not displaying your love for the thing. No, no, no. Because I'm, like, the other people in the fandom. The toxic fans. Not just the toxic fans. Because, like, the toxic fans are one side of the equation, Mm -hmm. but you have the other people who are either way far into the one side. Oh, like like on, on, on Trekkies, where the one woman wore her Star Trek uniform to court? Yeah, like, those people. Like that? Or the people who who are, like, they're obsessed. Like, the fanshippers is, is one of the worst things I've had to deal with. Ah, uh, yes. Because I was having a conversation at a convention that we were at with somebody, and, like, the shippers just run over and, like, no, this person belongs with this person, and this is why. And it's like, I wasn't talking to you. Thank you very much. <laughs> right. And, like, that's a big problem. And then you have, like, the people who take things to an extreme like in for a, a spot in the early 2000s late 90s you, you know what yaoi is in japanese manga and, and anime i have no idea that's 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 also known as boy love it's a romance genre of man-on-man action okay. but it's not even like it's more specific than that it's got like its own set of tropes well yeah and the weird thing is it's usually written by women for women yeah even though it is about, about men who are in love so oh. it, it is it is not gay romance from a gay person's perspective. It okay. is gay romance for women By from women. a women's perspective, what they think is hot about gay people. Oh. Right? Yeah, it's pretty okay. weird. So it is a it is a whole scene. Yeah. 
And those ladies are insane. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like, for well, a while... Like, you know, the super fans are insane. Not everybody who just casually likes reading... No, no. Not, not the people who are like, oh, yeah, I enjoy watching it. No, the, the Yahweh girls running around with the paddles. Yeah, yeah, no, they're crazy. And they'll hit you with the paddles, too, so... Oh. Okay. Yeah. They, they would literally... If you were dressed up as one of the boy characters that they have shipped together... Yeah. They'll run over and just hit you across the ass. Oh. Right? All right. Fun. Or if you're standing near one and a group of them rushes past. Or you say something like, no, nah, no, nah, this character should love this character. I think there's a budding romance between this male character and this female character. No, no, I have shipped these two male characters. Whack. So, so the two... They got, they got to the point where it was like random violence popping up as these girls would come and just hit you with their paddles. They're still not quite as violent as the Hitalia fandom, though, which is odd because that isn't really Yahweh... It is almost like history if every nation was a handsome young man. And they do often, like, kind of pair them up, like, maybe they're in love, but... Okay. So, so the boy-on-boy -boy love, it's yeah. not in the actual official works. It's... Some of it is. Okay. There, there's mangas that it, where it's like, that's the official story. Right. Yeah. Which is fine. Mm -hmm. um, but mostly it's these women who... There, there are fan shippers. Fiction. Fan fiction. Fan fiction people. Uh, the Shinji people, like, they're their own brand of crazy. Okay. And those people I've been embarrassed by. Because, um, like, you, like, you're hanging out in a group of people, and one of them turns out to be one of these crazy shippers, yeah. or a yaoi girl, or a furry. And you're like... <sighs> so it's some of the people in... It is the people that don't, like, take it to extremes. So, so stop liking what I like kind of thing, because you're embarrassing me? Almost. Well, sometimes, because like the Hitalia people, if you are wearing something like a costume of the characters that they love and it's not up to their standards of what they think the costume should be, uh, they will tear it off of the person sometimes, oh which is awful. Like Cinderella's evil stepsisters. Right. Stuff like that'll happen. And that should never, ever happen. You're supposed to just say, oh, what a nice costume. Or if you don't like it, you're supposed to just keep walking like a normal human being. Right. You're like, not supposed to start be a crazy obsessed. Like, attacking yeah. people. Like, that's super wrong. Like, and then, even just emotionally attacking them, that's hella super wrong. You also have people that are, like, uh, like the toxic side. But you also have the, the side where people are like, oh, because I enjoy anime, I am going to basically absorb Japanese culture, but mm. I don't really understand Japanese culture. Right. So, like, they'll, they'll like, oh, I'm speaking Japanese, but they're using the wrong form okay. of Japanese. Because, like, yep. it's got, like, Formal address, informal address, personal address. There's different ways of speaking. Yeah. And, like, these people... Because, like, in the anime, if you listen and you watch an anime and then listen to actual Japanese people talk, they do not speak the same. There's, like, a, a level of grandma there that is inherent into the way they write language. Gotcha. And, like, if you learn your language from, from the anime, people will be looking at you like, why does he sound like a cartoon uh -huh. character? Because it's a stylized version. Right. Yeah, yeah, it'd be like if people walked around speaking like the way that Speed Racer was dubbed. Right, so, of course. So, like, nobody talks that way. It's okay. weird. And are these, like, uh, similar to gatekeepers of fandom that are also embarrassing? So, the gatekeepers, gatekeepers are definitely you can't, are on you can't, the other side. Because you can't be a fan unless you like this, this, and this. Yes. Yeah. Or you didn't, you, didn't know, you didn't know that part? So I am kind of like a gatekeeper. When people come, like, oh, I love this thing, I'm like, oh. You know about this? You know about this? Mm -hmm. You know about this? Right. You know about this? But I'm not saying, oh, you can't be a fan. 
you're just excitable and you want people to love it as also. Much as and if they don't love, as if deeply. they don't know about those things, you're like, well, come, come. Let me, let me come immerse you into my you. knowledge. Let me, let me drag you down. The, I'm not a gatekeeper. I grab them once they're slightly on the path and I rip them down all the way to the end. You throw them through the gate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, you come with me. We will be friends. We will be friends and you will love what I love. And that's similar to when I'm talking about Star Trek Discovery. Black alert. Black alert. And you won't watch it. And I'm like, but you're not a true Star Trek fan unless you're watching Discovery. And that makes me a gatekeeper. And I'm like, no, no, hold off, Sean. Stop it. He can so, like what he likes. Yeah. I, I am the other way, though. Yeah. A show must prove itself to become part of the fandom. Discovery is not a part of Star Trek because and, it has not proven itself and, and cannot pass the gate. And I'm almost like the opposite way where I'm, yeah. I'm like, well, it's still part of Star Trek because it is part of Star Trek. Right. Because, like, you know, the brand is... But you should see how many in the online Facebook groups for the Star Trek fan groups that I'm in on, on Facebook. Mm -hmm. They're like, Discovery sucks, it's not canon, it's the Mirror Universe, it's the JJ-verse, it's this, it's that, the other thing. You can't be a real fan if you like this, and it's just it's super toxic. See, I like to think of... Star Trek is a good example. I like to think of Star Trek as being, like, the world of plants. So, like, not all plants are the same. You might like certain ones better than others. You can eat some, and you definitely shouldn't eat others. Right. Uh, if, you, if you want all plants in your garden, that's fine. If you don't want all plants in your garden, that's fine, too. Okay. But, like, it, it doesn't mean that they're not plants because you just don't like them. That's, that's true. That's um, true. It still is. You just don't have to put it in your garden. Okay? <laughs> right, right. Okay, so I knew this would be an, an interesting topic of conversation with you guys because we all have different perspectives. But what brought this on was about two weeks ago, my brother Robin, he posted on my Facebook page uh, a picture of uh, three Star Trek masks. Okay. So there, there's a red one, a yellow one, and a red one with the uh, Starfleet Delta Shield insignia on it. <laughs> and uh, so I've... Blue. You said yellow, red. You said red, yellow, red. What did I say? Yeah, I think you said red, yellow, red. Okay. Well, it's, it's blue, yellow, and red. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, uh, there's the picture here, and uh, so he put it on there. Like, he thinks I would like that. I'm like, those are cool. Everybody's wearing masks. They are cool. I like them, too. Yes. But I wrote uh, in the comment, I said, except I'd feel like an idiot. Our good friend Kalen said, why? So I said, because sometimes I get shy about my passions, but I'm working on it. And so she wrote back and said, working on it. Sounds like you need the masks, lol. Also, you went to a fancy restaurant dressed as a robot. You have it in you to kick that shyness aside and wear your passions proudly when you want to. Themed face masks are a great way to end up in an awesome fandom conversation with other people we didn't even know were fans. And yeah, I agree with her completely, especially because once you start thinking about how masks are kind of like t-shirts, mm -hmm. like they're just part of our everyday wear now. True. True. And if you're willing to wear a t-shirt that has, like, the stuff that you like on it, it's not super different just to have it a little bit higher and actually on your face. No, I, I agree. And, and so that's why I said to her, you're not wrong. Uh, I got some nice comments on my car's Thundercat sticker yesterday. I guess it's because I grew up in the 80s and was bullied for loving the things I did. Sometimes I get stuck in 80s me. And so she wrote back, uh, The good thing is, it's no longer in the 80s and we aren't kids. We don't need to let the bullies from our past define our now. That's just giving them victories they aren't even where they have won. Wear what you want. Be who you are. Display your passions proudly and kick your own ass when you start building unnecessary limits for yourself because that's just becoming our own bullies even though we have escaped the real ones. 
and I'm like, that's it. Yeah, that's probably true. Stuck in the 80s me sounds like a title episode for uh, Quantum Leap. Kind of, right? Yeah. So, so I said to <laughs> I'd her... I'd watch that, Stuck in the 80s me. So I said to her, I said, I think this might just become the topic for a podcast. And did you just become my life coach, LOL? She wrote back, haha, I don't think I'm a life coach, but... It's good, because they get paid a lot and you owe her a lot of money. So. Right, right. Uh, also, coaching your life is a full-time occupation. Yes, yes, that's true. Yep. It's kind of the direction, uh, maybe one of the services I provide, LOL. As for the podcast episode, I'm interested in what direction you're exploring. I thought to myself, this is going to make an excellent podcast topic. Maybe I'll put it on the Rusted Robot podcast, cut it out, and make it into a Soul Forge episode so that I can get crossovers with the fans. And yeah, it, it's true. Sometimes I'm embarrassed about what I like, and sometimes I'm not. Like, I've always been a Star Trek fan, and I remember in university, I was in a class, and the teacher said, uh, who, who watches Star Trek? And I looked around the room, and I was going to put my hand up, but nobody else did, so I didn't either. Oh, that's so... Oh, Sean. I know, I know. See, all you could have led the way. I could have. Because guess what? Most people watched Star Trek. It's true, but nobody would admit it, because back in the mid-90s, you were a big well, geek, right? So. I wonder, sometimes I wonder maybe if I suffered some kind of head trauma. Do you remember how I told you at one point when I was very little... I loved Astro Boy so much that I would have dreams about being yeah, yeah. Astro Boy and being able to fly. So one day I climbed to the top of my friend's stairs on her second floor and shouted Astro Boy and then jumped off, cleared the first five steps, which is pretty good for a very small child. Yes. But then I went down the rest on my head. Ouch. Explains a lot. Yeah. So like sometimes I wonder if maybe that's why I didn't... Because like it is embarrassing when people make fun of you for it. Mm -hmm. I also was, like, one of the bigger kids when I was, like, in kindergarten, grade one, grade two, uh, grade three. Yeah. So I would just hit them. Right. Yeah, I hit this height that I currently am in grade six. Six foot two? Uh, six foot one and three quarters, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't condone violence, but, like, you know, if especially if you're young mm -hmm. and you can't really get in big trouble yet because they're just going to scold you and you're just going to have to be like, oh, I feel so bad, I apologize. Right. Just hit them. Just do it. If everybody in your class sees you hit a couple kids who are mean to you, they'll stop doing it. That, that is true. And if you're in a class that is overpopulated and you have like 30 kids, you hit one of them. But of course we here at the podcast don't condone violence. We don't condone violence. But Unless you're a small child. Uh, but anyways... And getting bullied. Yes. Do it once. So so that that's my dilemma. Embracing my, my fandom and being loud and proud. Like my car, if you look at it, I've got a Doctor Who sticker. I've got a Thundercat sticker. I've got an OCP from Robocop sticker. I've got... Uh, maybe it's because if anybody makes fun of you while you're in your car, you can hit them with your car. Maybe that's... <laughs> you have Robo Fett tattooed to your arm. No, I don't. You got it, the it's Bishop. Oh, I'm sorry, Bishop, my bad. You got the Tetley T guy. I got the Tetley T guy. You, you, you have the marks permanently on your body for your nerddom. I've got a Vulcan pinup tattoo on my leg. Do you? That's kind of cool. Yes. Have you not seen it? No. I'll show you after. Mm -mm. But but the thing is, do I do I want to wear a mask and let everybody see that I like it? I, I'm, I'm in a car and they can see that I like it. Like You wear the t-shirt, they can see that you like it. You have it permanently etched into your flesh. Maybe it's because masks that is... are new. Because like, I remember when it was like March and people weren't wearing them yet. How a lot of people that I knew were like afraid to wear them right because they're right. just like oh well that's weird but, and i was just like yeah but like you're gonna have to do it eventually and, look and at how cool my mask is mm -hmm. just compare it one. to the paper masks that everybody was wearing at first and right. it's like those aren't comfortable they're not no they don't not. sit right when no. you get your mask you can either get one that fits better or you can get somebody make you one true also if they're made out of fabric as opposed to like those 
little paper ones. The little paper ones are so light. So like the the little ones that you can get from like the hospital, they don't do a very good job of protecting you. Right. They do a good job of protecting people around mm. you. Okay. But the the other ones do a better job of protecting you because the tighter it is to your face and the less stuff gets through, the less likely you are to be infected. So like say if you're taking the bus and there's like eight people on it not wearing a mask at all, if you mm -hmm. have a thicker fabric mask that's tightly fitted to your face, you're more likely to be fine and not catch whatever grossness they have. Because it doesn't have to be COVID, right. you don't want the regular flu either. True enough. And if you want to decorate your mask with your fandom, then all the better. And you could have an interesting conversation like Kaylin said. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's another thing that I... most people People just kind of like have them because like now that people have gotten well here we still have a lot of people who refuse the mask anyway but yes. I wonder how many of them are doing it not really because they're uncomfortable it's just because they I wonder if they're just embarrassed about wearing a mask that could be but an, but another thing that I have an issue with is every once in a while I'll see on Facebook oh look you can order a hoodie and it's in the style of the next generation uniform. Yeah, those are really cool. And I'm like, they look really cool, but I don't think I would feel comfortable wearing it out in public. Because, once again, that whole 80s mentality of if you show what you love, you're going to get made fun of or beat up. And and I'm a 40-some-year-old man now, and nobody would. You should just yeah. do it. And because... anybody who, who would be one making fun of you you just turn around and go what you're not a fan what is wrong with you you're broken inside you mock them and if they get violent you call the cops on them because this is it's not illegal. the 80s yeah. true enough that's assault it is. don't put up with that it is. and and sometimes i wear it on my sleeve like i should like i had a car um 20 years ago and I painted a huge delta shield on the hood and at the bottom of the car i painted it blue like the warp engines of a starship. That's cool. And at the back, I stenciled NCC-1701D. So I drove it around like it was the Starship Enterprise. Amazing. So I do that kind of thing, but then I get embarrassed about wearing things. And so, like even, even a t-shirt with Star Trek on it, sometimes I feel like I shouldn't wear that out in public. See, now if it was just your style to just not like wearing the thing, because mm -hmm. like that's also a thing, like people have different senses of style. Like, I tend to wear a lot of 1950s style things. They don't have anything printed it, on them it suits all the you time. Well. But, like, that on its own is a, is a weird thing. But, like, say if I didn't want to dress flamboyantly that way and I just wanted a plain-ass t-shirt with nothing, like, printed on it, you can just wear a t-shirt yeah. and jeans with, mm -hmm. like, no labels or whatever. But yeah. I still like the things. Mm -hmm. That would be different. But because you want the things and you're like afraid to wear them that's what makes me sad for you because it's not your style to just have plain things you clearly want that thing yes that you saw where you're like i want that you should just listen to the first instinct and get it because if other people didn't like it it wouldn't be for sale and who cares what people think yeah but yeah. also if you are afraid of people making fun of you for it they wouldn't be selling it if it wasn't making the money there's well, a lot of other people buying them that, that's true like masks online has the uh, the face of the predator yeah. You know, where the mandibles are open and the big teeth. Yeah. And I'm like, that would be really cool to have. Yeah. Would I would I wear it, though? I don't know. See, I don't know if I would wear that because it kind of looks like a vagina. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. There, there's that. But, so that's my dilemma. Sometimes I'm out and proud. I, I Like, I, I host a geek podcast for the last seven years. I, I have bu uh, bumper stickers that says Mr. Spock for president, you know? Mm. Like, I've, sometimes I'm like, I should just take all these stickers off my car. And sometimes I want to just fill it up with more. Like, I want to cover the whole... The whole, like have a wrap. Yeah, a wrap of just comic book pages. Which is so cool. Like there's all just, kinds of things. So I'm, I'm well, so complex. So, okay, first of all, sci-fi geekdom 
is mainstream now. It is. It is. And yeah. I have no trouble wearing a Star Wars t-shirt because everybody loves Star Wars, even non-geeks. So that doesn't bother me. But when I'm wearing my Star Trek things because it's still seen as... No, it's just because Timmins in particular is less of a Star Trek city. Is that what it is? Uh-huh. There are regional differences. True. And I do not understand why. We are a Star Wars DC city. Yeah. yeah. Now... Almost everybody who likes those things also likes Star Trek and also likes Marvel and other comics as well. It's just that for things that are purchased, DC sells better. Okay. I'm not entirely sure why. Maybe it's because everybody wants to be the Dark Knight billionaire guy who can just run around creating havoc everywhere that he goes because he's rich and also nobody knows that he's the Batman so he can beat people up at night and then go philandering during the day and no consequences affect him. Um, Whereas like Spider-Man is like concerned about his loved ones and Mm. like doesn't want his Aunt May hurt and he's a high school student so like or sorry he's not a student anymore he'll be a student again yeah but like you know he's been graduated he's in debt he still lives with his aunt he works for a boss who's a jerk no matter what he does it's never good enough because he's portraying himself as a hero and his boss is like let's flip this and make it look like he's you know A a bad guy so like nobody wants to be Spider-Man because we all are already. We're like, all, you know, we care about people. We're mm-hmm. in debt. We're li- working for people who suck. We're all Spider-Man. Yeah. And even though everybody loves Spider-Man, nobody wants to be him. We all want to be rich and... Powerful like Bruce Wayne. Yeah, and just hitting people we don't like. like very, <laughs> you're very violent today. So in- Today? Yeah, I know, I but know. Like, um, but I think that's the whole thing, because if you go to places like New York, you'll wind up with people who love Superman and Spider-Man, because they're wholesome, friendly, hardworking, mm-hmm. uh, care about their families, because they don't have those pressures of not having all the money. Right. Um, so I think that might have a little bit to do with it. And then, as far as the Star Wars thing, I think it's just because up here, people generally like uh, sci-fi fantasy just a little bit more than sci-fi. Pew, pew, kill him, yay! Yeah. As opposed to, hey, there's a philosophical thing behind this. Do you want to discuss that? That makes a lot of sense, guys. So, in conclusion, how would you say, what would be your best advice for me to get over my uh, embarrassment? Because I I clearly love the things, and I am want to uh, display them at certain times but not others what is the thing that prevents you i don't know it's, it's my own in, internal i can't wear this because because somebody might think i'm a geek okay but i am a geek and i know this my advice to you would be have you ever seen revenge of the nerds of course do you remember that part when no no, you don't remember it? Maybe you should rewatch it. Perhaps. Okay, so like there's a part in the movie where um, everybody realizes that they're at least a little bit of like a nerd or geek or mm-hmm. outcast somehow. And right. Because it's okay to be a sports geek and, and paint your face and wear yeah, your jerseys. And, and, but they're totally the same thing. So like once you realize there's more of us than you think mm-hmm. and everybody's a geek in some way. Right, for something. Maybe it won't bother you anymore. Like, so I would advise that when, first you'd have to rewatch Revenge of the Nerds. Right. But if you ever feel like, I can't wear this because somebody's going to think I'm a geek, think of that point with everybody standing on his side saying, 
there's more of us than there are of you. Good advice. I think you're right. Because there are, and it's true. And everybody who's a sports geek is totally just a geek also. Just in a different way. Yeah. Like, fantasy football players are just math geeks that have a, an outlet. Yeah. Right. And, like, the people with their rooms dedicated to, you know, sports people, it's kind of the same as having, like, a Green Lantern room or Justice League room or... That, that's true. So... D&D room. Like, so, it's all the same. <laughs> so I, I just need to get over myself and just embrace my fandoms. Yeah. Well, like, you know, but, like... Saying get over yourself is ridiculous because, like, that it's hard to do. It is. It's, it's been ingrained in me since the 80s. I'd say you just you have to envision that you're not alone. It's been 30 years since the 80s. You can let it go. Yeah. Thank you. But it does take time, so it is okay to, like, have to picture it in your brain right. before you actually do it. So. Okay. Perfect. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Everyone these days could use a little support, and your friends at the ESO Network are no different. With the ESO Network Patreon. The cool thing is, is when you help support us, it's you who will benefit. With four tiers starting for as little as 25 cents a week, you can listen to some of your favorite network podcasts early, hear exclusive content, maybe get some ESO swag, or even possibly take a shot at the geek seat. All you need to do is sign up at patreon.com backslash ESO Network. Now that's pretty complicated. A lot of nuances, a lot of what have yous. So I hope you found that enlightening and found that interesting. And if you just came over here after listening to Rusted Robot Podcast, well, I hope you continue to subscribe and listen to all episodes of the Soul Forge Podcast. If not, that's okay too. Just glad to have you aboard for a listener, whatever. I'm going to finish off the program here. And thank you all for coming and sharing the links and supporting the show. So take care and remember... Remember, remember, the 5th of November. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Soul Forge podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated, and we hope you'll tune in again next time. Remember that you can visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links. And don't forget to share the show with everyone you know. The Soul Forge podcast is your best source for living your best life. Think about it. What is the Rusted Robot podcast? Hey there, this is Sean. This is Josh. And this is Kitty. We're your weekly geekly pop culture news. We talk about comic books. Movies. Anime. Celebrity deaths. <laughs> collectibles. Toys. Movie news. Upcoming trailers. And so much more. Check us out on the ESO Network and everywhere podcasts are found. Your nerdy news specialist, the Rusted Robot Podcast. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.